Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. What is fishing? Now, I'm not talking about the type of the fishing rod and the line and catching, you know, those uh, slimy things that come out of the water. I'm not talking about that fishing. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Joining us on the line to unpack this uh, scourge. That's uh, enveloping us at the moment. Lance Levitas, Business Development Executive for Executive Solutions. Lance, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michael, and another two listeners. <laughs> Thanks for joining us once again, Lance. Great to have you to talk about this uh, issue, this phenomenon called fishing. Well, I'm opening up the question to you. Let's start the conversation. What exactly is fishing? It's a, you know, these attackers use very smart psychological ta- uh, tactics to attack people. Right. Uh, g- generally speaking, 90% of, of all cyber attacks start with phishing. There's phishing, there's whaling, there's spear phishing, there's harpooning. Let's <laughs> okay. just get to the overall, to, 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 to the category of phishing. It often appears as a legitimate, compelling email that's time sensitive. Right. These emails target, uh, recipients, uh, uh, um, to an attacker controlled website or database. Uh, that can either deliver malware or intercept uh, their, their emails. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that's the gist of it. Right. So, all right. So you've just given us a broad, uh, you know, like overview of what it is. So what specifically should yeah. we look out for? I think the, the you, you know, I, I think if we go back to, 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 to basics, I think that, differentiating between the fake emails and original emails or, mm-hmm. or, or emails that are from legitimate accounts, you know, attackers go to great lengths to ensure, to ensure that their emails appear as legitimate as possible. Right. Uh, if you think of counterfeit, counterfeit art, it's very difficult to tell the fake from the real. Right. It's really okay. indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and human error combined with, with human trust, you know, we're inherently quite trusting. Uh, so I think that, you know, that's the perfect storm and, and that's how, uh, and combined with these very, very smart, uh, psychological tactics, these deep insights that they have to human behavior, mm-hmm. um, and social engineering, right. uh, that's how these, you know, that's how, that's how these, these attacks, uh, have really been able to, as you, you said earlier, it really is a scourge. Lance, okay, so, um, You've spoken of emails. Uh, phishing is this prevalent? Also, is this uh, oh, can, is this uh, present on any other platforms? It's mainly email. You know, business okay. um, uh, business email compromise or BEC, uh, uh, they call it. And um, uh, they, you know, it, 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 I would say a small percentage would be your 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 um, uh, attacks via voice calls, um, but but. Generally speaking, email is the is the is the is the chosen path of least resistance for these attackers. Any advice regarding uh, passwords? Uh, is there any way that one can you know like uh, maneuver that in a way to like uh, counter the phishing uh, the phishing scourge? Well, look, you know, phishing phishing doesn't necessarily rely on passwords. What it relies on is uh, is the fact that email is, and I'm specifically talking to business owners here that, mm-hmm. that operate uh, domains on a company name, let's right. say ifm.co.za. Mm-hmm. 
these uh, at, at combined with 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 awareness training, business owners have got to secure their email domains to ensure that no one can impersonate their business. Right. They've got to invest in the pro- appropriate technology. We call them controls. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, you know, DMARC controls, multi-factor authentication to identify and mitigate these incoming threats. Right. So I, I think I think that's more that, that's more, and, and obviously you're not going to be putting, um, you know, you, you're not going to be doing a, a password one two three anymore. You're going to be course, a little bit, yeah. you know, a little, a little bit cleverer around that. Indeed. So Lance, uh, in, as we're wrapping up our conversation, just to give us an overview, how yeah. how prevalent, how bad is it in in South Africa at the moment? What are you observing? Okay. Uh, well. Uh, I, I, <laughs> It's a rare instance of South Africa playing a part in, in, in developed economy rankings. We're number fifth in terms of uh, cybercrime globally. Wow. We behind, we behind, well, there's the UK, US, Canada, uh, Australia, and then of course we're in, we're in fifth place. So mm-hmm. that's, that's how bad it is. And really, if you haven't been hit yet, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> Lance, okay, one more question um, before we wrap up. When one is in a situation where they have fallen for the scam, how can one prove their innocence to the authorities? It's a very difficult one. You know, I'll give mm-hmm. you an example of of, of uh, a lady by the name of Judith Hawarden, who mm-hmm. was um, who the Johannesburg South High Court earlier this year ruled that ENS had to pay damages to the value of about five and a half million rand. Wow. Um, while she was purchasing a, a house, she transferred five and a half million rand into the account of the fraudster impersonating <laughs> NS Africa. Wow. So, so, you know, the banks indemnify themselves. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, if a victim, if a victim clicks on a link or gives out a pin or a password, right. unfortunately, there's very little use for, mm. for authorities to step in. You know, all, sure. all they, they've got to be prepared, as in Judith Hawadin's case, to, you know, for a time-consuming exercise, hiring a team of very expensive attorneys and, and private investigators. Sure. Lance, we're going to have to leave it there. I guess, yeah, one's going to be just so resilient and mindful as to, you know, when we're dealing with emails and just, you know, keep an eagle eye out and use one's instincts, you know, to, like, pinpoint. Think before you... Yes. Think before you click and mm-hmm. don't be a happy clicker. <laughs> Great advice there, Lance. Lance, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us some uh, advice against this phishing scourge, this phishing phenomenon that's busy plaguing us at the moment. Lance Levitas, Business Development Executive for Executive Solutions.